I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot. I've done a lot. And I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? It's your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World Podcast. And as usual, I'm not at home. <laughs> all this episode will tell you all, all the tips, tricks, and my experience to enjoy Turks and Caicos. Yes, we are live from Turks and Caicos. And it's been a vibe. It's been a real vibe. So no further ado, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you'd like to shoot us an email because you want to sponsor or host or you have some travel tips of your own, shoot us an email at Vales World Podcast at ldmonger.com. Let's get on with the show. So day one was pretty long. Just long travel day. Had a layover from Orlando. Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, straight to Turks. Wasn't too bad, honestly. It was just long. Sean didn't take me to the airport, so everything was all right. <laughs> yeah, everything went smooth, man. Y'all know my last couple times traveling out the country, it has been a journey. A couple postponed trips, so Costa Rica and Belize, we are going to make it, I promise. The TCI authorization form is very extensive. They ask for a lot of stuff. One of the, the weirdest things they asked for was the my health insurance benefit summary. Like, that's the easiest thing to find. My insurance card isn't enough. I had to show them the entire summary of what my insurance includes, but we made it. The authorization form is definitely something you will want to do on a computer. Trying to do it on your phone is not the easiest. It's not the smooth way to go, so I had to switch it up. I grabbed me a burger from BurgerFi doing my layover. Cause I was hungry. Got the Turks around four. I believe it was around four. Got the Turks at around four. Went through customs and all that jazz. Finally made it to the rental car place. And I can tell you, rental cars here are ass. Uh, we have a 2006 Corolla. No Bluetooth. No USB inputs. None of that. I'm happy we didn't have to roll the windows down. That would have been the cherry on the on the cake. Thank them for having automatic windows. <laughs> but yeah, the cars are and then one of the funnier things here is for one make sure y'all have some money because if you rent a car here they have a 70 they have a 750 dollar hold that they're going to put on your car so it's a thousand something um hold on my card at the moment so make sure you have extra cars extra access to money because everything here is expensive first thing we did was make a liquor store run just got some remy it had some hennessy but it was like 125 for some vsop everything here is expensive like i really thought it would have been cheaper I thought it was a different type of currency, but no, they used the U.S. dollar. And we were told that everything is quite pricey because everything is imported. And if you know about imports, you have to pay people on their end to load everything, then put it on whatever boat, unload the boats to get it to its destination. So by the time we get to you, it has already been two stops, maybe more, and those individuals have to get paid. 
So that is what happens when things aren't homegrown is that it costs more because it costs more to get to your table. And it made me feel like home because the liquor room was in a grocery store. We was at Igba or Iga, one of the two. Good little grocery store, man. Made me feel like I was at Publix or at Snooks. Went in, they had all the fruit. They had some of the exotic fruit. <laughs> and looking at the prices, everything. The same grapes we get at Publix was like $4 more. Everything was expensive. We're more expensive than back home. We got to the aisle. Next thing I know, I saw this tall guy. He was calling you know, some people over because they was, we got behind them because that line was shorter and they was ringing out. And next thing you know, I see... Javante Davis and another guy had to be his camera guy running around with some goddamn smart waters on their head, rushing to the front of the aisle so they could check out. And I'm looking, I'm like, man, nigga look familiar. And I'm looking at the tattoos, I'm looking at the earrings, but he's short as shit. Like he's small as hell. I'm like, damn. So I'm putting two and two together, and that's exactly who it was. So Javante. I don't know if he's practicing, I mean, well, training, or if he was just here to turn up because it's Turk and Caicos, and apparently celebrities just pop up at Turks like it's the crib, so I'm not too surprised anymore. And he was really in the store like a regular guy, had his mask on and was getting some water, and they was going to wherever they was going. On the way back home, we seen a place called Chinsons. So we ended up grabbing some food there. Of course, I had to get some oxtails. Anytime I'm on an island, I got to start off with some oxtails and do a little compare and contrast from the oxtail that I had in America and all the other different islands I've been to. Well, the Caribbean islands anyway. And it was quite good. It was good, man. The hospitality at Chinsons was amazing. I never had so many staff ask me if I was enjoying myself and how things is and things of that nature, having conversation. It was great. Met up with Mike. Mike was a cool guy. And he just was talking to us about like his time in Florida, the different schools. He attended FIU so many years ago. He was telling us about his girlfriend in Miami, telling us about some places we should hit up while we're here. And that was the first thing. So one thing I do know is that most people in Turks and Caicos, they love them some Florida, Miami to be exact. But they love them some Florida. A couple minutes go by and the owner comes to our table and introduce himself and say hello and things of that nature. So he said he's been here for 38 years. 38 years. He's been in Turk and Caicos for 38 years and been hustling ever since. He was the seventh person to migrate here. He's Jamaican. And a fun fact, Mike is his son. So Mike said he's been here since he was like four years old. And then a part of our conversation, Mike told us that he was 42. And I was like, oh shit, he don't look any bit of 42. His energy isn't 42. He's on the right path, man. Black don't crack. I tell you that. Black does not crack. But yeah, we found out that Mike is the son of the owner and Mike, you know, pointed out the person who owns the do it better, the hardware store or do it. I don't know the name. She was there leaving. and He said hi. We was just waving, being friendly as we always are. And he told us like, yeah, they like the richest people on the island. They own all the do it and some more property and, and companies. Their daughter got married, had the biggest wedding in Turks and made the newspaper. It was crazy. But yeah, Mike got a good future talking about getting into real estate. I hope you figure out what he's going to do with his crazy girlfriend that's in Miami. Mike looked like too much of a good guy to go through what he was going through. We finally got back to the Airbnb, and I had to hop in the beautiful pool and just chill, relax. There's some little workouts, fake workouts. <laughs> And it was cool, man. It was a good experience, man. The first day was nice, and it set up everything for the rest of the weekend. Day two, I woke up, did a 15-minute run. 
I haven't been running as much because my knee is still healing. And then I wanted to make sure that I had the capacity to run when I got here because I still have to run out of state six times. So, so far, Harvard, now Turks and Caicos. Next couple trips, we'll see how it go. But the 15-minute run went good. Nice little sweat. Nice little pick-me-upper. My knee was all right, so I didn't feel no pain. Just a little slight discomfort, but that could have easily came from just not running at all. I showered, and then I prepared myself for my Zoom presentation. So I was a participant of Backpacks to Briefcase. I actually won. I was cohort number six in 2015, and ever since then, when I do have the capacity, I, I try to come back. So the last three years, I've came back to speak. First year was to speak on my experiences with the organization and some tips that I had for them as they prepare for their interview phase. And then the last two years, I hosted a workshop, What's Your Brand, from Backpack to Briefcase. And really talking to students about the importance of discovering, defining, and refining who you are and how people perceive you, which is important. After that, we went to the drone boat photo shoot thing, met some cool guys. Shout out to my dog, Chop. He was the photographer, had the drone. Cool dude, did his thing. Then from there, went lurking. So it was a place called One Bar, and we seen it on our way to the photo shoot location. So we was like, oh, we'll just stop by and get something to eat. You know, it couldn't, wouldn't hurt. So we went to One Bar, cool aesthetics, cool vibe. We just got the something platter. I forgot what it was called, but it had 12 pieces of chicken, barbecue, jerk, and hot on the size of a big ass platter of chicken nachos. And when I say everything was good, everything was good. And we was full. Did we finish it? Nope. Because we was full. It was worth it. What did we drink? Then after that, got back, took a nap. Had to get our life together because we was attending the day party of day parties at Chalky's that somehow closed at 1.30 in the morning. So we go to Chalky's. We get there around 9 o'clock thinking that, hey, we're going to have at least an hour to enjoy ourselves and call it a day. Nope. That didn't happen at all. We end up getting there right on time. So we got there, went straight to the bar, got some shots of Azul, and it's $35 a shot. Yeah, I expected nothing less. And when you get four of them, it's $140. <laughs> but it was a good time. Seeing Trevor Ariza, I went up there and, you know, me, I'm talk shit regardless. I'm like, man, why you ain't at the uh, All-Star game? He's like, man, it's too cold. <laughs> I, I felt that. He said, it's too cold. I felt that. They had freshly rolled cigars. So I went to grab that. We was trying to get a hookah, but it took like three hours before we actually got it. We ended up getting a hookah probably at 1230. And at this time, we still didn't know when exactly the place was going to close because it's supposed to close at 10. But we got it. It was lit. Great seeing local musicians, local rappers, local promoters, local DJs, local hosts do their thing, man. Yeah, I know. I've been in the club scene for a while, so always look and examine how everything is flowing. The food, the hookahs, the alcohol, how the host is controlling the crowd, how the DJ is controlling the crowd, all that. The people, how they dress, because you kind of get an idea of the type of people they attract. It's just so much that races through my head. The freshly rolled cigars, that was an experience. Pretty dope. Yeah, day three, woke up. <laughs> Body was sore. So sore. Oh, my God. Then I wouldn't even say sore. I'll take that back. Let me be, stop being dramatic. 
I was just tired. My body was tired, and it was telling me, you're tired. But we still found the energy to go ATVing, so we did a two-hour tour, which was amazing and worth it. The guy that gave us the tour was the guy who hosted the party the night before, who birthday it was. Gotta love a hustle, man. So my dog doing excursions, my dog hosting parties, my dog DJing in Florida and back down here. My dog, he really get it in. Cool personality. He has so much knowledge about the island. And for him to be able to tap out of the, the host turn up mode and really tell us some deep information about the island. I didn't know that majority of their money came from cotton and salt back in the day. And now it's tourism, like most islands. And every time they see a natural disaster, they have to go back to the rebuild phase. So I do, I did pick some cotton. I do have some cotton from the trip. I did fall off the ATV. It was hilarious. Y'all know I'm extra. So we had did a, a little U-turn. You know, I had to do a little fishtail, a little swag on it. And because they had turned before me, the grooves were already in the sand. So when I had went, my grooves got stuck in the sand and we were trying to get out of it. It just tilted over. Nobody was hurt. The bike was all right. Everything was good. It was funny. It was hilarious, honestly. After that, we asked him like, where some dope places to eat. He told us to stop by Omar's uh, Beach Hut. Second time we heard it, so we knew it had to be a place worth going to. It was on our way back to the Airbnb. We stopped there, got some food. It took us a while. They messed up my drink. They probably just gave me what I asked for. I asked for an Omar special because why not? When? We're in Omar. <laughs> we had Omar's Beach. Why not? Got that. I ordered a jerk lobster, and the jerk lobster was good. It was very good. It came with mashed potatoes and some veggies, which was great. Omar's special was good. Tastes like a mojito, and that's it. And it was a good vibe. The scenery was good right there off the beach. Saw the white sand, the 50 shades of blue water. Kids were playing. Adults were adulting. And it was great. We thought we was going to go home, shower, dress, and head over to the marina so we can go to Noah's Ark, which is a tiki bar. And you have to get on the boat taxi in order to get there or get some jet skis or have a boat. And it'll drop you off there. And then it'll come back and pick you up all for $20. But by the time we ate, got back to the Airbnb, you get tired. You get tired. So we thinking, okay, well, we might not be able to make that. Let's rest. Let's shower. Just go out and get something to eat later. That sounded like the plan. Then went back in the pool, showered, laid down, and woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to go to Element Caribbean Restaurant. It looked like a pretty good place to eat at. The food looked good. The aesthetics, the reviews was good, but we wasn't able to make it. Woke up at 1 o'clock, forced myself to go back to sleep, and now this morning I'm recording this podcast as we prepare to leave. If you do come to Turk and Caicos, definitely get an airbnb hit up the grocery store everything here is expensive save wisely spend wisely be prepared to turn up everything here is water related and partying food alcohol it's a great time i definitely see myself coming back i suggest anyone go here in groups like a group of four to eight can be an even better time i tell you that thank y'all for tapping in peace and love thank you thank you thank you Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at Vales World Podcast at 
ldmonger.com. Veil's World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.